Zone read, handoff to Corbin, bounces left, gets outside, shakes a man to get drilled. Oh my goodness, what a hit by Mo Berry. It's very close to the first down stick, but man, Mohamed Berry made Corbin pay for at the end of that run with a devastating hit. My story here is just like the story of life, honestly. A lot of uh, trials, uh, tribulations of such, and it's, it's all about how you respond to any situation. And every situation that I had in um, Nebraska is my response is what made the difference. And that's what I learned from this program. Welcome back to another edition of our Cornhusker Conversation. Today we welcome in Nebraska senior middle linebacker Mo Berry. Last bye week, man. Was it good? Did you, have, did, you have, did you enjoy a little time away? Yeah, just rest up, uh, chill with uh, the friends, uh, watch some college football. A lot of exciting games this weekend, this past weekend, so it's a good time. I'm sure for you, maybe a little time to just kind of reflect on, on kind of where you're at, where the team's at. Mm-hmm. Um, What'd you come up with, you know, mentally before you headed into practice, you know, early this week? Well, it's uh, we got three games to play, uh, and how we play these next three games is what people's gonna remember um, through through the off season, through um, the beginning of next year. So we gotta make sure whatever we want to leave behind, whatever we want to, you know, wrap the season with, we better put our best football on the field. So that's what decided. I'm really intrigued to talk to you right now you know you had a second bye week we talked about some reflection already and I know that you know of everybody on the team that you're probably the one that is most disappointed with with what's happened so far but knowing that you just have at least three of these left three mm-hmm. promise games left at Nebraska mm-hmm. how would you kind of evaluate you know where things are at right now compared to maybe what you thought and you know mm-hmm. all your expectation coming into the year uh, that's a great question um some I'm still um you know, still reflecting on and uh, trying to wrap my head uh, around. I would say, um, you know, just things that um, you thought would happen and things that you uh, that you know you thought was in place wasn't as in place as you thought. You know, and um, that's okay because um, the the good thing is Coach Frost will return, and these a lot of these young kids we have uh, are, are good line. We got good linebackers, good. DBs that are uh, young, good D linemen, and it's going to be a lot of good talent coming back next year. And um, I think Coach going to capitalize with them. One thing I know about you is you're a pretty resilient dude. I mean, we, we talk pretty much after every hard loss, and then I mm-hmm. see you back at practice the next the next week, and yeah. you're, you're right back to where you were. Mm-hmm. How much have you kind of had to to put that on the younger guys too to learn that learn mm-hmm. that ability? Because sometimes you know this stuff happens and. You know, you get kicked in the stomach in games, but like so much has happened this year, we still got three games left. Yeah, it's gonna happen to everyone, um, and uh, that's the thing about re- resiliency is uh, you're gonna have to learn it, and life gonna teach you that lesson if you haven't yet. And no matter if it's right now or later on in your life, it's gonna come and it's gonna test you. So I mean, I just honestly, it's just after a win or a loss, you just gotta reset, and you gotta be true, truthful to yourself. Look at what you could have done. Um, right and didn't have the confidence in the stuff you did right in the game. And uh, that's how I do it every week. And uh, no matter what, um, I'm never going to be satisfied with my performances. Uh, last year I wasn't all last year, and this year I, I was never satisfied with myself. So um, just always being your biggest critic is, is the biggest thing because if you criticize yourself more than other people do, you don't really care what they say because half the time they don't know what they're talking about. So. That's how I do it, honestly. 
couple weeks ago before one of the games, I ran into an old buddy of yours, Luke Gifford, who's playing with <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys right now. And, and I know, you know, talking with Giff a lot last year, you know, it's very important for him and those seniors to kind of, you know, start the foundation. For you, knowing you have three left at least, what do you want out of these last three? I mean, because we talked a little bit then about, you know, how he felt about it a year after the fact, coming back and seeing inside the locker room again for you. Um, I know you've been preaching it all year, but you got really just a, a few weeks to a month left, you know, being a voice in this program. W- what do you want and what are you going to try and focus on the time that you do have left? I just want to focus on getting results. You know, um, it's going to be a, a point in time in this program where that that's all that matters. And um, just making sure the people, you know, the younger guys focus on the results, focus on finishing. It's not what if or you know, we should have, would have, could have, all that, and just do it, you know. And that's the biggest thing. Uh, if we could just do it for these next three games, it's going to be, it's going to speak volumes and uh, where our program is headed to the future. So that's what I want to do. I just want to, um, you know, t- change that mindset into there's no excuses, just have it done. And, I mean, make it, you know, uh, be done the right way. One of the, the reasons why, you know, I get, so close to players like you and to GIF and mm-hmm. you know guys that come up here and talk all the time is mm-hmm. how much the end means to you mm-hmm. and that's the reason why the fans fall in love with players like yourself too because of how much that you care where did that start for you I mean because you're a Georgia kid yeah. you know you, and, and I know we've told your story a whole bunch of times mm-hmm. on our on our on our air but when did you really fall in love with the end and, and want, want to become this guy, Mo, where you come up every week and you're a voice of the team, you're one of the four captains? Mm-hmm. You know, when did you really fall in love with it, embrace it? Because not everybody does that. Um, me, it was really just, you know, the opportunity Nebraska gave me. Um, it stuck with me at a hard time, and uh, a lot of schools did it. And uh, I just felt, you know, that I owed them something. Uh, I felt like that I owed, owed them all of me and to become a great player and a person for this program, a mentor for the, the guys um, younger, and a, a great follower for the leaders ahead of me. Um, so that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to make sure I did things the right way. I, I wanted to make sure that, you know, when I was le- I left this program that, um, you know, guys could say I did things how it should be. And, um, and just, you know, for some reason I was called to you know, a higher uh, position on the team, and I take that serious. Wherever my role was, I took it as serious as can be, and um, that's what that's what matters to me. Just doing my job and uh, making sure that I could help the people um, below me and um, help them rise up. That's that's easy thing to say, right? You go start a new job, you go to a new school, you go play football somewhere, and you say, "I'm going to be the best. I'm going to do this." I'm yeah. gonna do this. But how do you do it? I mean, you've done it for four years, and now so, you know finishing it out how do you do it every day because they're, they're you're human you know there are days where you're tired you're sore you're pissed off whatever it is how, how do you come through and, and do it every day it's honestly it's always for me been a you know a fight in my within myself um you know you want it's a lazy part of everyone and it's a it's a grudge match in my head because uh, um you know if uh if the lazy one wins in the in a day, then the the guy, the real Mulberry, would tell him, oh, "Hey, man, and you try to be this, you be a, you, you're a hypocrite right now." And uh, and then the next day, I just attack it even harder, and I string together consecutive days of working hard. And that's that's what what matters: the process, 
it's like in games, uh, the plays matter than the, the result itself, every play you play. And that's how I see days. Every day for me is numbered. And I just see as, did I waste the day? Did I gain something from the day? And that's, that's what I focused on even when, you know, I didn't play a lot and I was redshirted or I was told that I'm not ready or something like that. I just focused on getting the most out of every day and developing in some way. I've talked to you, what, maybe 50 times at mm-hmm. least throughout your career. Yeah. And every time we, we talk about kind of your your attitude and, mm-hmm. and where you're at and, you know, now being a captain. And the other thing we talk about is mom yeah. a lot. Yeah. And, you know, I, I don't want to speak her for her, but she probably <laughs> hears you talk to media or yeah. you know, watches interviews like this. And she's got to be so proud of you. Uh, yeah. what, what is that like, you know, just to see her... Um, you know, react to the man that you've become and, you know, finishing out your college career, being so far away from home? Yeah, I think that means so much to her, you know, and and when you talk about the the off-the-field, the academic part, that's something that I, you know, just dedicate to her. Of course, I had people I wanted to prove wrong, but the thing that hurt me the most was uh, um, failing my mother in high school and uh, because I know she put the academic part on herself and I told her that was never your, you know, your fault. You pushed me. I just <laughs> um, kind of manipulated the situation in high school and wasn't really focused on being a good um, a student in high school. So I just wanted to make sure that she understood, understood that she raised a great man and um, that everything I do off the field, how I talk, and um, I just want to make her proud because I felt like I let her down before. What would she say to you, though? I'm going all the way back to the time you committed, right? And I think yeah. you even put, correct me if I'm wrong, but you put out a tweet that you were going to tweet out where you were going to go at a certain time, but mom wasn't home from the grocery store, yeah. if I remember correctly. Yeah. And so I had to tell her and, yeah, her phone. <laughs> the, the thing came, it came out a little later than we were all expecting, but if, if that day that you told her you were going to come to Nebraska and what type of man you would be and everything that you would go through in four to five years here in Lincoln, what would she have said? Um, she would say, <laughs> she would say, uh, just bring a cold, I guess. <laughs> um, she was supportive of the decision. Um, she didn't want me to go to like a Miami somewhere because she just thought, um, uh, she knew I had developing to do and she wanted me to go to a place where I could develop on and off the field. And, um, she thought, she felt, you know, she felt that Nebraska was the place for that. So we agreed upon that, and uh, she's she's happy that I made the decision. No matter how long it took for me to get the results I wanted, and no matter um, you know where we are as a team, she know that things gonna look good for this Nebraska team in the future. So uh, she she'll be proud of it. I know we've done a lot of reflecting. I mean, it feels like we're talking about your. You still got some time left, but, I, but there's another. Oh, there's no, another story that I want to bring up to you. Okay. Josh Banderas, who I work with a lot, yeah. uh, tells a story about you know your 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 first year. You know we're bull bull prepping, mm-hmm. and you're out there. And I think I might have even brought this up to you before. And Bando just looks at you. Okay, you're calling it freshman. Do you do you remember Do you remember that? And what what type of Mulberry was in that moment right there, where you're in control of all these juniors and seniors out there prepping for a bowl game? Man, uh, I just remember being kind of like <laughs> shook, you know, like because I didn't want to make a mistake. Um, you know, I felt like I wasn't as focused as I needed to be within uh, the weeks before, because you know, as a freshman, you want to play, and then you kind of you kind of get mad when you don't, and. Um, 
But yeah, he just gave me he gave me the, uh, the command the command position, and I was like, yeah. And he had to save me a couple of times, but uh, it just told me what what that moment did to me was like, okay, anytime I'm called, I'm gonna be ready in a in a mental as in the mental aspect of football. So really, he really woke me up from there on that, okay, if my coach say, okay, command every day, I need to be, uh, I need to make sure I'm ready and I can speak up and control. We've talked about GIF, we've talked about Bando, those are Lincoln guys, you know, they're, so they're around here all the time and they're going to be around here forever, mm-hmm. but whatever's next for you, you know, next year, three years, five years from now, when you tell people about your time at Nebraska and you, oh, you played for Nebraska, what was that like? Mm-hmm. What are you going to tell them? Me, I would say is it was a process for me. Um, uh, I've went through a lot of changes during my career here. Um, I came in, you know, not the player that I wanted to be. I came out closer to that to that goal player I want to be. Um, for me, it's just my story here is just like the story of life, honestly. A lot of trials, uh, tribulations of such. And it's, it's all about how you respond to, to any situation. And every situation that I had in um, Nebraska, is um, my response is what made the difference. And that's what I learned from this program. Uh, I'm thankful for everyone who has uh, put their hands on me and helped transform me, uh, guide me um, in the right direction. I'm thankful for the seniors uh, that has helped me, you know, like you say, Luke. Uh, Bando, Michael, Zivy, mm-hmm. uh, Nate Gary, um, uh, Malik Collins, and so on and so forth. Um, a lot of people that has, you know, helped me, even if they didn't know it or not, I was looking at them and I seen the things they were doing and I emulated it. And uh, so it's just, you know, I'm, I'm thankful for this, um, thankful for this opportunity. And I just hope that um, the people that I touch continue to grow and become what this program needs. I know you want to beat Wisconsin more than, than probably anybody on the schedule. What what does this week do for you personally? You know, you got a, a week off, rest your body, mm-hmm. and I was probably not feeling the best, but mm-hmm. what would it mean to you to get, get one this week against these guys? Uh, I mean, uh, a lot. You know, uh, I just think yeah. the over-hype the situation, the over-analyze, and things like that. It's just playing football, reading your keys and making plays, and then making sure my team is ready to play for all all four quarters. And that's the biggest thing. You got to play all four quarters with them. Uh, I felt like we competed with them when we went there uh, last year. We didn't play all four quarters great. And when that's what we need to do. Just focus on winning the down, not winning the game itself. Because when that happens and you're down in the game, some people think it's over already. You gotta just focus on winning the the down, winning the play itself. So that's what I'm gonna focus on. And that's the message to my team. I know we'll wrap this up here. You know, you've got three games left, as we talked about, and everyone wants to big picture it right now, considering where the season's at. You're in it every day. Mm-hmm. Where would you tell us of of where we're at in this process? You know, of, of getting back to where we need to be, and you know, all the way back to when we talked in Chicago at media days in July. To, yeah. You know, to where we're at right now. Where would you say, you know, Nebraska is in this process right now? Uh, the prep, the process of getting back to glory. Uh, I would say, you know, it's the the thing is, we have a lot of young kids that need to stand up um, coming past the season, after the season, that you gonna have new leaders. Uh, I think uh, that 
from a coaching standpoint that we have the right coaches here, uh, or right coach. Coach, um, coach Frost is the right man for the job. And I believe in him to figure out whatever we lack to make sure that um, he combats and um, get some results happening. So um, I can't really say, I don't think it's my, my, uh, you know, my job to assess that. But I think um, we're in great hands, and I believe in Coach uh, Frost, and I think we're going to, down the future, um, be the team that the fans hope we can be. Well, man, I can honestly say there's not a player I want these last three more than you. I hope yeah. we can at least get a couple of them, and you can you can enjoy one last ride on a bowl game. Yeah. But a pleasure watching, man. Let's go get it done this week. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Go big red.